Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today we have the latest weekly crop report from Saskatchewan Agriculture. Some areas had over 100 millimeters of rain last week, causing washout of crops and a few roads. Canada's Farm Show rolls into day two today, and we have an update from the Agriculture Manager for Regina Exhibition Association, Shirley Genesco. Real Agriculture talks with the Chief Agricultural Economist at Farm Credit Canada in Regina, discussing the economy. Ottawa outlines efforts to support a low-carbon economy, and we have an update on wheat exports. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. The latest Saskatchewan crop report says heavy rainfall this past week caused flooding problems for some farmers. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers says the rain was welcome, but much more than some farmers wanted at one time. We had some heavy localized rain showers down here in the southern half of the province, uh, mainly around Moose Jaw and, and the Old Wives area. Um, the uh, reporter I have for just northeast of Old Wives said that over the course of uh, Tuesday night and then Thursday night and Friday morning, he got approximately 208 mils of rain. Most of that coming on, on Thursday night, so that's a lot of rain to get over a short period of time. Uh, you know, It caused damage to roads and, of course, to, to crops in the field. And, and now he's got uh, sloughs and dugouts that had been, had been dry. Now they're full of water. So he's happy to get the rain, but also uh, a little discouraged about the, the damage. But uh, he says that he'll live with it. Um, other areas that received uh, quite a bit of rain, you know, Big Beaver got a, uh, reported 127 mils. And uh, with Musumin, they got 110 mils. So some good rains down here in the south. But overall, uh, most areas in the province saw at least a little bit of rain. You talked about rain damage also. I understand there was some wind damage too? Yeah, the uh, the winds picked up pretty crazy down. Uh, actually, uh, there's damage all over the province. But uh, I know in uh, RM27, there's been some bins blowing around. And uh, hopefully uh, no one got hurt. But yeah, so bins have been destroyed, you know, buildings have been damaged. And then, of course, there'll be some crop damage as well. And hopefully um, the crops can bounce back and won't, re- you know, re- won't result in too much uh, loss. Where's RM27? Uh, just southeast of Regina. What's the topsoil moisture rating? 
Uh, well, that's actually thankfully improved due to the, the heavy rains we had. So provincially, the topsoil moisture for cropland is rated as 2% surplus, 72% adequate, 23% short, and 3% very short. Uh, hay and pasture is rated as 1% surplus, 61% adequate, 30% short, and 8% very short. So those have come up from last week. Um, but of course, they could, uh, with a couple more rains, uh, I'd like to see those numbers increase even more. Describe crop conditions for me right now. Crop conditions across the province are uh, mostly range from fair to good. I wish they were a little bit better, but just with that dry spring we had, they're just a little bit delayed. Um, but with the recent rains we've had, except for areas where they've uh, got too much rain, farmers are hopefully that the, hopeful that the conditions improve. Tell me about the rating for stages of development. Where are they at? So the stages of development look really good for this time of year. Uh, provincially, 70% of fall cereals, 76% of spring cereals, 66% of oilseed crops, and 78% of pulses are at their normal stages of development. So that's looking really good. And with some good conditions, uh, you know, some good moisture and some uh, warm days, those, those numbers will jump up and, and crops will just bounce right up. How is emergence? Uh, overall, it's pretty good. Some areas where moisture was lacking and wind wind was really strong. Canola took quite a beating and uh, resulted in some spotty emergence. But those areas hopefully have been reseeded where possible. But uh, now that window for reseeding is, is pretty much over and, and producers are left with uh, what they have. What were the main causes of crop loss? Uh, with this past week, uh, surprisingly, parts of the province were damaged from dry soils, but the majority of the damage came from wind and then excess moisture, uh, you know, sitting in those low areas of the field, drowning out crops. And then, of course, your your classic uh, flea beetles and, and actually gophers are on uh, on the rise as well, they say. So producers are probably out there managing uh, both those pests. And then the first signs of sealing diseases have popped up for the year. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroffs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavestroffs.ca and Co-op Hale Insurance. They've been there for farmers for over 75 years and they'll be there for you. This is the second day for Canada's Farm Show in a virtual format. The Agricultural Manager for Regina Exhibition Association, Shirley Janesco, says there has been a tremendous amount of farm interest in the various agricultural features. Well, we've had a fantastic day today already. It uh, focuses international business. And as um, we all know, Canada's Farm Show traditionally attracts many qualified buyers from all over the world. So um, having our show virtual... Um, we're excited to continue on with that collaboration with those international buyers. And uh, we've had over 50 countries show interest in our virtual event, event um, as of today. So we're pretty excited about that. Just how are they involved? What do they do? They, they log in and they watch. Um, they also have an opportunity to chat with our uh, exhibitors that we have um, participating in our virtual events. So there's lots of dialogue going on between the exhibitors and the international people as well. And that's the key purpose of Canada's Farm Show, is to link buyers with sellers kind of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Now tell me a little bit about this afternoon. What's some of the events on today? Um, well, we just got uh, done talking to the uh, Consulate General of Canada to Dubai, as well as the UAE Ambassador to Canada on the food future of food technology in the UAE. And uh, seeing that Canada or Saskatchewan has just signed a trade agreement with 
um, the UAE to set up an office there. So it's, a, it's just a really interesting topic and, and bring some light to that whole, um, you know, why that event is taking place, why we're setting up the trade offices there. So that was a great uh, feature this morning. We also had um, a feature on agronomy this morning, which was very knowledgeable, um, one on uh, increased revenue and sustainability, and then the uh, power of digitization in ag. And this was a real focus on uh, digitalization in for our farmers. So that's a pretty interesting topic too. And then water as an economic driver uh, was another feature we had. So um, moving into the afternoon, we're going to be talking um, to the um, about mental health. And uh, I do believe right now, or early this, or just before noon, is uh, Thomas Benjo is presenting. And then the afternoon, we move into the Right Honourable Stephen Harper, as well as Lord Conrad Black. So some very interesting uh, features there. The United Arab Emirates has become a major buyer of grain products from Saskatchewan, uh, including canola. That's correct, absolutely. And they do address that in their presentation, so definitely something to watch. So for producers to want to watch this, and if they happen to miss it, what do they do? They can go onto our website at www.canadasfarmshow.com. And you can just log into any of these sessions there and, and watch them on demand at your convenience. And this is available until when? The end of the year? Um, it'll be available indefinitely, likely until we start posting uh, information for our 2022 show. So I just want to also um, make sure to um, give a plug to the 24-hour startup ag tech challenge. That uh, wraps up our day today at 3 o'clock. They've got five fantastic uh, issues that they've got uh, up to you know, a couple of hundred people working on these these challenges to find a solution for some of the issues. Uh, we'll be presenting this at 3 o'clock today and uh, be giving away up to $7,000 in prizes. So it's a sure thing to watch at 3 p.m. this afternoon. So Shirley, what are the challenges? Uh, we've had five great ideas come to surface of all the uh, ideas submitted. And uh, one is a, a cryptocurrency banked by a backed by a managed land bank. One would be um, an Alexa for chickens, and I won't say any more about that. It's definitely something to watch. Uh, one would be uh, Cognigro and giving a voice to plants. Um, there's an issue about saltwater fishing in Saskatchewan. And then uh, Intel Farmer is a site to recommend the best crops for farmers to grow for their soil conditions. So these are five of the top issues that the um, this Ag Tech Challenge is going to be presenting this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Shirley Janesco is the Agricultural Manager for Regina Exhibition Association. Canada's Farm Show two-day virtual event wraps up today, but the information is available on demand for the rest of the year on the Farm Show website. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with RealAgriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. I'm joined right now by J.P. Gervais, Chief, Chief Economist with Farm Credit Canada. J.P., how are you? I am very well. Doing great, doing great. A big economic week this week in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, also had some numbers come out this week. If you combine those numbers with what we heard of the Fed this week, what does it tell us about the Canadian economy? 
Well, I think it's still growing, still growing fast, uh, faced with the similar bottlenecks that we've uh, been discussing really worldwide, right? So the supply chain bottlenecks are really having an impact on inflation and as well combined with some of the anticipated spending that's going to occur in the second half of the year. There's, there's still some concern in Canada as well that you know we could see inflation being more permanent in nature. The thing is, and I'm not saying that economists are going to get it right at this time, but we, we know a lot more about inflation than we used to in the past, right? We know that when inflation starts to be a problem, it's because those those goods and services that don't frequently change prices, right? So are you know, starting to see some revisions in pricing. So in other words, if you look at the subset of goods and products and services that don't frequently change prices, and in the U.S. is actually a... Uh, Federal Reserve of Atlanta, I believe, is actually monitoring that. So they actually went back in history and look at, you know, how many times do products and services get their prices revised and so forth. Um, and then only look at those prices or those products and services to understand, well, if inflation becomes more permanent, we're going to see these products and services get you know, changes in prices that are more and more important. The idea being that, you know, revising prices for these sectors and products are, that's costly to do. And so businesses are not going to do it very often. And when they do it, they make up for what they lost or what they didn't do in the past as well as try to anticipate the future inflationary effect. And so that's when it starts to be ingrained in the economy. And so you want to get in front of that. And right now, still not an issue. Going back to Canada, I think... The last reading in May was 3.6% year over year. So that's lower than the 5% that we, we were recorded or the U.S. recorded. But 58% of all the products and services that find themselves in the basket of, of goods that are measured to come up with an inflation measure, or 58% of those prices, uh, 58% of those products actually have an inflation over 2%. The furniture prices rose by a robust 9.8% according to the Globe and Mail compared to a year ago. Gasoline up 43% from last May. Uh, so th- those kind of things stuck out uh, to me for sure. Um, rental vehicles also higher and, and things like that. Um, so what do we take from this? Is like Because it seems like there is a lot of people talking about inflation, but we continue to hear from the central banks in Canada and the U.S. that don't worry, it's, it's maybe a little bit overstated. And it was interesting, David Rosenberg had a, has an opinion column in The Globe talking about how by the end of the year, we're going to be talking about deflation. That's We're going a whole other direction there. JP, why, why such disagreement or um, differing opinions on what exactly is happening here with inflation? Well, lots of conflicting signals. I'm not so convinced that we're going to see deflation. We are going to see disinflation, meaning that inflation is going to turn back towards the 2% target of banks. Um, you know, I like to look at, well, first of all, yes, you pay attention to what the statements are from the central banks, for sure. But also pay attention to what's going on in the bond markets, right? So I would say four or five months ago, we saw the yield curve, meaning that, you know, getting steeper. So that means that, you know, the long-term yield for bonds, we're getting higher. The short-term yields, while well, they follow and match up with the, uh, the Federal Reserve's policy and the Central Bank in Canada as well. But, you know, if you look at the long-term uh, yields, they were starting to go up. And that was the market being concerned about some future inflationary pressure. Well, what happened in the last month or so, that those long-term yields have started to decline slightly, right? So 
Concerns about inflation, yeah, markets have been adjusted and have been adjusting. And right now, I think the concerns are less so than what they were maybe three or four months ago. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, sunny, wind west 40, gusting to 60, the high 25, the low 10. Friday, partly cloudy, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50, the high tomorrow 22, the low 9. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 25, 30% chance of evening showers, the low 11. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 17, the low 7. Monday, sunny, the high 21, the low 10. Tuesday, sunny, the high 24, the low 12. Wednesday, sunny with a high of 29. Normal high for this date, 23, the normal low is 10. The sun rose at 446 this morning, it sets at 913 tonight. And currently on the roundup, the hot spot right now is Estevan in the southeast corner at 25, the cold spot up north, Collins Bay at 9. Once again, Estevan is the hot spot at 25, Saskatoon 20, Swift Current 21, Weyburn 24, Yorkton is 23, Regina sunny and 22, that's 72 Fahrenheit, winds are from the west at 31, gusting to 55, humidity is 28%, barometer falling 101.3. Moose Jaw, sunny and 23. Winds are from the west-northwest, 28, gusting to 48. Once again, Regina, sunny and 22. That's 72 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. To help farmers toward a low-carbon economy, the Government of Canada is supporting the research, innovation, and adoption of clean technology, including dedicated support for farmers to help reduce grain drying costs. The special representative for the prairies, Jim Carr, announced this week the new $165.7 million Agricultural Clean Technology Program is now open to applicants. One of the things I've heard repeatedly from farmers is that there is a need to specifically address the cost they assume to dry grain. We've heard you. The program being launched today will allocate $50 million specifically for the purchase and installation of more energy efficient grain dryers. That means that as of today, farmers can begin applying to receive grants of at least $25,000 for upgrades and new purchases of clean grain drying technology. The program will prioritize those projects that show the greatest possible reduction in greenhouse gases. 
The second part of the new agricultural clean technology program is a research and innovation stream. It will support pre-market innovation, including research and demonstration of agricultural clean technologies. We're really excited about the Agricultural Clean Technology Program, and I encourage everyone who is eligible to consider applying. I see this as part of a broader collaborative effort by the government to work with farmers to create that environmentally sustainable future that is so critical for our agriculture industry. Lyle Weeb from Triple Green Products of Morris, Manitoba, then went on to explain their cutting-edge clean grain dryer. One of our display models um, that uh, was burning uh, corn stover, you can see that there was no smoke coming. It was in operation in that video, um, and there is no smoke. The reason for the no smoke is we use a dual combustion uh, burn chamber, and it burns at 1,800 degrees, uh, therefore... um, uh, burning cleanly um, and the the other part of the video is uh, we have uh, one of the farmers that uh, had an install in 2020 um, where he dried 180,000 bushels um, in 2019 he spent $150,000 to dry those many uh, that many bushels in 2020, he spent $3,200 using the BioDry Air system. Uh, one caveat, it was a little bit drier in uh, 2020, so, uh, but a significant improvement in overall cost. Weeb was asked if the biomass material required for the clean grain dryer is available in all parts of Canada. Absolutely. Um, we are able to burn ag waste, which is uh, various different, uh, uh, types of straw. For instance, in that video on the, on the display unit, we were bo- burning corn stover. Um, so uh, if a grain farmer is um, growing his crop, he has the fuel needed to fuel our system. Weeb was asked about durability of the clean grain dryer. Yes, the thing is our technology um, on the lower side of the, uh, so it's called the stoker where our burn chamber is, uh, that portion of the system has been in uh, service for over 25 years um, and the upper portion of the the system we've had in service for over 10 years. Our life cycle before any kind of rebuild or uh, big service is required is uh, 20 plus years. In budget 2021, the Government of Canada also announced its intention to return a portion of the proceeds from the carbon tax to farmers. It's estimated farmers would receive $100 million in the first year. More details on that will be revealed later this year. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And SMHI. Farmers, get your hail insurance coverage with Municipal Hail at an RM office or direct online. Farmers insuring farmers. Municipalhail.ca. Canadian wheat and Durham exports are running well ahead of last year's pace. The latest numbers are 17.2 million tons for wheat compared to 14.6 million one year ago. The major buyers are China, Indonesia, Peru, Japan, Colombia and Bangladesh. Durham exports are 24% ahead of last year at 5.4 million tons. The main customers are Italy, Algeria and Morocco. 
Meantime, the U.S. Department of Agriculture released its outlook a few days ago, and Marlena Borsch with Mercantile Consulting Venture had these observations. We think the USDA number for the EU is optimistic, and the Russian crop seems to be overstated. The USDA left Russian and Kazakh production numbers unchanged from last month. But Russian spring wheat is still under threat from heat and dryness, and the Kazakh crop is even more so stressed. The USDA did not account for crop losses in northern Africa. Borsch recommends staying the course if you have wheat on farm. As a staple food, wheat looks cheap to us, so until the supply-demand picture is clearer, we prefer to store wheat. And as for freight rates? There are some worrisome developments in the freight markets, where rates are soaring and vessels are hard to fix, and we are not even facing harvest pressure yet. Marlena Borsch does a weekly report on the Sask Wheat website. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. And brought to you by Sask Pork. Saskatchewan's growing and vibrant hog industry creates economic spin-offs and career opportunities in our rural communities. Find out more, visit saskpork.com. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Canola fell 23.70 at 6.45.27. One red spring wheat gained $6.01 at 3.25.52. The rest were unchanged. Durham 3.17.83. Feed barley 2.54.65. Flax 6.77.94. Lentils 7.49. Oats 2.06.53. Yellow peas 3.28.57. Feed wheat 2.38.84. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, spring wheat rose two and a half cents at seven sixty-two and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Source six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. And now the latest livestock quotes. Hello, Cattleman Junior for Heartland Livestock Yorkton with your mark report for the week of June sixteenth. A lighter run on offer here this week with 200 feeders, 45 cow-calf pairs, 15 breads, and 400 cows and bulls. On the feeder market, not really enough on offer to establish a proper market report, but it seems to be trending steady to the last few sales. Here are a few highlights. 550 weight steers, 236.50. 650-pounders at a buck ninety, and the 750 weights at $1.95. The heifers are still 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. On the cow and bull trade, we saw 400 cows average 98.50 with a high of a dollar 10.50. D1, D2 cows 98 to a buck six with a high of a dollar 10.50. D3 cows 88 to 95 with a high of 97. Light shelly cows 65 to 75. On the bulls, we saw 50 bulls average a buck nine with a high of a dollar 18. We had 43 cow calf pairs average 1,800 dollars. The younger pairs with good calves at their side bringing 2,000 to 2,200. Middle-aged pairs, 17 to 1900, and the short keep pairs, 12 to 1600 dollars. Bread cows average 1550. Producers, we are having our weekly regular sales through the month of June. In July, we'll have a sale on July 14th and July 28th. Producers, we will be having our monthly sheep and goat sale next Friday, June 25th, receiving Thursday from noon to late, and Friday up until 11 a.m. sale time. There is no horse sale next week. I repeat, no horse sale next week. Once again, producers, this has been Junior for HLS Yorkton. Thank you, and have a great day. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices, this is for both Brandon and Moose Jaw Plants. 
$254.24 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by the Prairie Co-op Grow Team, fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton, and Strasburg. SAS Power has awarded its next utility-scale wind facility to Renewable Energy Systems and Awasis Energy, owned by Kawasas First Nation. The Bekavar Wind Energy Project is to be constructed north of Moose Mountain Provincial Park in the arm of Hazelwood, arm of Kingsley, and on Kawasas Reserve Land. The project will supply 200 megawatts of zero-emission power, enough to serve up to 100,000 homes. SAS Power President Mike Marsh says reducing greenhouse gases by at least 50% below 2005 levels by 2030 is a priority for SAS Power. SAS Power selected the project as part of an open competition. Electricity generated at Bekavar will be purchased by SAS Power at an industry-leading rate over the 25-year term of the agreement and sets a new low benchmark price for renewable energy in Saskatchewan. Construction on the project will begin in the summer of 2022 and the facility is expected to be complete by the end of 2023. Saskatchewan currently has six wind facilities producing 241 megawatts to the provincial grid. In addition to Bekavar, there are three wind projects under construction totaling 385 megawatts with projects near Herbert, Assiniboia and Riverhurst. On the markets, the TSX is down 86 points at 20,144. The Dow has fallen 322 points at 33,711. Oil is down 227 at 69.88 a barrel. The Canadian dollar has fallen 55 one-hundredths of a cent at 80.89 cents U.S. That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.